Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Know Your Wrestling. It's me here, Mark Sylvester, and I hope to be running long time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. And as today's the last day of the month, guys, you know what that means? Wrestling of the month! And so then, guys, what Wrestling of the Month is, it's where I do a quick summary review of anything that is involved in the world of professional wrestling. Where basically this thing could be, for example, a, um, a movie, a match, a manga, a comic book, anime, cartoon, video game, pay-per-view, segment, promo, promo package, video inserts, uh, a t-shirt, anything. So as long as there's a connection, guys, to the world of pro wrestling, anything is game. And the match I'll be reviewing today, guys, is a match that I love, is a match that was a very big part of my childhood, a match I used to watch all the time because... One of the things I used to love about this pay-per-view in itself was the sound of the ring because to me the canvas just sounded so fucking cool. And that's right guys, I'm going to be looking at the 10 Team Tag Team Elimination Match at Survivor Series 88. And that's right guys, the match I'll be looking at today is between Demolition, the Brain Busters, the Bolsheviks, the Rougeau Brothers... And the Conquistadors versus the Powers of Pain, the Young Stallions, the Heart Foundation, the Rockers, and the British Bulldogs at Survivor Series 1988. Coming up next, Jack, just a very, very dangerous tight match. Tag team elimination here in the Survivor Series with the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions and Co-Captains Demolition. When you get all these guys just inside that squared circle, it's going to be something else. Their partners, the Conquistadors, the Fabulous Rujos, the Bolsheviks, and of course the Brain Busters under the tutelage of Bobby the Brain Heater. Well, I'll tell you what, Gorilla. Last time we had five guys. This time there's going to be ten on the side. Here's the opposition, the powers of pain. They are something that you're going to have to contend with here. These guys are just unreal. They can match power, strength, and size with anybody. Yes, including the champion's demolition, I think. And their team partners, of course, the British Bulldogs, and also the Heart Foundation. These guys are really coming to their own, along with the Young Stallions. This is going to be a classic confrontation. And don't forget the Rockers. The either. Rockers, the tag team specialists. Now this match, guys, is a match that I've always loved. I've always adored this match. It's a match that has a massive nostalgic feeling toward, uh, for me and stuff. I know overall it's not the best match ever, but for me it's my favourite match of the entire um, pay-per-view. Because when, when I was a child, we had it on VHS, which Supervision used to do, and it only used to be two hours, and they would give us this match first. Then you would have the Ultimate Warrior elimination match, and you had the Jake Roberts elimination match, and you would have the main event where when you watch the pay-per-view properly, they did it as the Ultimate Warrior match first, and then um, this match. So basically, at the beginning of the video, you would have like inserts from Gene Oakland mentioning stuff, and then you would come in, 
to the bit at the point after Jesse Ventura and um, Gorilla Monson were going through the match and talking about all the different tag teams against each other whilst they were having the music play. And that's why we used to find it funny watching the pay-per-view back on video. They would like literally skip out most of Demolition's entrance because for me, uh, Demolition were and probably still are for me my favourite all-time tag team ever. I just thought it was so cool. I was so happy when they turned face, which is one of these, which is why I'm talking about this match as well because it was for me the first real um, double turn. I know a lot of people mention and discuss um, Steve Austin and Bret Hart's double turn at WrestleMania 13, but for me, this was my first ever proper double turn, and it was just so cool to see Demolition turning face after being such great dominant heels and even when they were coming out you can still hear the fans cheer for them because they're so good they had great matches and it's like finally they're on our side you know we don't have to worry about them beating us up now they're going to beat up the bad guys stuff so i thought it was really really cool and also as well i just think this match was just great it had some it was amazing just to see these 10 different tag teams in a match together it was such so fast paced it shows you all the great nuances and all the great sort of like different ways of how the heels work compared to the faces work where you have the powerhouses on the on the heel side like you had um demolition and the vulture bits and you had that the more high-flying sort of more technical style with um the brain busters and the rujo brothers with the conquistadors being like the most like fast pasty sort of literally libre kind of team and one of the moments i loved the most in this match was the beautiful back body drop that one of the conquistadors gives to um gives to marty Ginetti, and just the height that he would get there and he just literally the slam on the ground was amazing because for me the canvas was just amazing i know they kind of had to um kind of like sort it out a bit and make it sound a lot more louder because you have so many people at a time in the match and on the apron etc and i just thought it was really, really cool to kind of like hear every time uh like a move would be hit like a like a slam or a snap suplex or whatever it would just be so so cool just to see like what the sound it sound like you know like what it would sound like because it was so cool to normally it would go like boom and this match was like dung, dung. and it was just like you can just hear that amazing just beautiful sounds and also as well like as much as he is a bit of a dickhead and obviously rest in peace to, to the dynamite kid but his snap suplexes in this match were just fantastic like the way he would take anyone at any size and just give him a snap suplex he did one before um obviously he got eliminated against smash and just the way he was able to pick up smash was like nearly 300 pounds and just give him a snap suplex it's just fucking crazy and this was at the time when he was still quite um injured with his back injury and stuff and you could definitely tell and stuff and just also as well really really cool to see all these different tag teams like you have also as well like mentioned before in the faces team you have the powerhouses being the young stallions and the powers of pain because you were having the powers of pain and the, and the demolition feud where the powers of pain were the faces. But then in the match, uh, Mr. Fuji turns on demolition and then they join up Mr. Fuji with the powers of pain and then demolition come in and that's, and that's when a double turn happens and both teams like go to, to go to different side and stuff. And then you also have the, the technical wizardry of the uh, British Bulldogs and the Heart Foundation and you have the high speedness of... Um, the rockers and you can it's really cool as well where you can see the different views building up and stuff obviously you have the thing with the rujos and, and the bulldogs and you have the really cool feud between the rockers and the brain buses and stuff it was really cool to have them and just seeing these people do these amazing moves and stuff and just how a move that went for a couple of years later on to become like people's finishers like the um 
Tombstone power driver and then the British Bulldogs power slam himself just to kind of see them do it in like in a sense of like small moves and you can just see even in these matches as well just how good Bret Hart is and you can see just how good Shawn Michaels is the way that he's able to sell the assault and the damage that Nikolai Volkov is putting on him with all these different like big kicks and slams and stuff that was really really cool and one of the best moments I love about this match and just the camera work where basically you see um Axe get thrown into these uh, turnbuckles by um, Bret Hart and he's running towards um, Axe and you can see Axe literally just lift up his foot to then literally smack Bret Hart in the face and just the way Bret Hart took that move and the way it was short and the way that it made Axe look so clever and just so dominant I just thought was just fantastic and I mean there's too many things about this match that I can't really say enough good thing about this match because I love this match so so much it's such a big part of my life like it's the videotape I used to watch so much was this was this videotape. Like when I was a kid, me and my brother got a lot of videotapes from my dad and my mum, or from like different wrestling and different like um, supervision pay per views and stuff. Like we got a few WCW ones because I remember getting one for my aunt when I was a child that we received um, Starcade '89, which I remember watching quite a lot, and Capital Carnage '90. I think it was Capital Carnage. It was the one that had Robocop in it. No, it was Great American Bash in 1990 because that had, that had Robocop in it. Because I remember Robocop being on the cover and I was thinking, what the fuck? Robocop's in this. And I was like, you know, that helped me get into a bit of WCW. And I knew that as well. And I also got, when I was a kid as well, and more into my teenage years and stuff when it was becoming more the Attitude Era and stuff. And I got like a classic early 90s Undertaker video. I remember getting Beyond the Mat. But when I was like younger, younger um, child, like getting more into wrestling and more into that kind of stuff, the matches that um, the videotapes I would get and would watch quite often was this one, Survivor Series 88, WrestleMania 5, WrestleMania 3, and a few others that we would get like sporadically here and there. Even though we had the Silver Vision versions, we would also have as well on, on um, like vhs recorded like we would have wrestlemania 11 because one of the cool things i love about wrestlemania 11 was watching all the old um adverts and just seeing all them and stuff was really, really cool to kind of like go back and watch these old adverts that you remember when you were a child and stuff and then we would have wrestlemania 12 with the same kind of thing then we had wrestlemania 7 that was on sky uh we had eight as well on uh, like a double seven and eight i remember uh, WrestleMania 4, we then ended up getting a few years later on with, with the double tape and stuff. And, and yeah, it was just really, really cool to kind of like remember this kind of thing. I remember always watching the old videotape because I remember we, I used to watch this match quite often actually. It used to be the match I used to watch and I would like then skip it to the main event because it's quite funny. In the second and third match, it would cut out like some of the match itself to keep it up to the two hours. And it's just really, really cool to kind of see... Even Supervision can appreciate this great match and they can be like, okay, then this is this is the best match on the entire card. Let's make sure that it goes it goes first. And it's literally the longest match and stuff. I just think it's just such a cool thing to see. And it's also one of those matches that if you were to see when tag teams were at their peak, when the Survivor Series was actually done really, really was done actually really, really well and it would actually be used to kind of like build stories. I know everyone talks about 97 in Montreal in the Screwjaw, but that's not really like a the proper way that a Survivor Series match is. Like, to me, a Survivor Series should just be 5 against 5 or 10 against 10, depending on how you do it. Uh, elimination matches and, who, and whoever wins, wins. Where, for me, I think even though the whole Raw versus SmackDown thing is a good idea, I feel, for me, it should be done more in the sense of, okay, then we're going to do it. Each elimination matches and whatever brand wins, those winners 
get like whoever's the sole survivors of their brand if, and if that brand wins then they all should get like a title shot of their own choosing you know like if let's say for example there's two people winning and they want to go for tag team titles do it or the universal championship or wwe championship that kind of thing too and i think for me watching this match back because i remember watching it quite recently again to crew because i feel of a way to think of okay then so what i what match could i do or what idea can i do for this month's wrestling of the month and i was like i'm gonna watch this match again because i thought about doing this because i remember reading about it before because i think it might have been in a wrestle talk or or something they uh, mentioned demolition and i remember oh my god demolition yes i want to do something about them and i remember them watching this match again and really enjoying it remembering all the different spots and moments and stuff loving the moment you can hear the fans cheer when demolition um turn on uh mr fuji because obviously uh mr fuji uh throws smash out the ring you can hear some fans actually laughing about which is quite ironic and funny and then you can see um smash throwing mr fuji to axe which he gets them power slam you can hear the fans cheer and stuff and everything else and just just a great match that has a really cool moment at the end with, with with the double turn. And it's a match that I think people should go out and watch to appreciate just how good Survivor Series matches really are. So overall, guys, I'll probably give this match five stars out of five. The reason I'll give this match five stars is because even though, yes, technically, or yes, sort of like greatness, it isn't as good as other matches that I've given five stars, like the six-man match in PWG. Sasha Bailey, Austin Rock, Rock Hogan to name a few. But for me, I'm giving it this review because for me it's a match I can still think holds up. It's a really good match that shows you just how good tag teams were in the WWF in the late 80s. It's a match that has a really good story. Um, It helps build up different storylines like you had the story with the um, Rujo Brothers, Bulldogs, um, Rockers, um brain busters and obviously you have as well the double turn of demolition and the powers of pain and i think for me it really works because it shows you just how good um these stories are and just how good the match is and for me being such a big part of my childhood having such a massive um nostalgia feeling towards this match because for me this used to be the match i would watch quite often because i loved demolition i love the fact as well that it shows you just how good they are i love the fact that you saw how good the Rockers were the Bulldogs, the Rougeos, the Brainbusters, the Condiscadors, and the Heart Foundation. You got to see just how good these people are. And also, as well, it's really cool to kind of go back and watch Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart to kind of see, actually, even at this time, you can see there was greatness in both of them and stuff. They're great selling, they're great technical skills, they're great way they were able to make their opponent and themselves look amazing like for me Bret Hart watching this match back is fucking amazing you know his um he is known as the excellence of execution like the way that he's able to do a simple move like the elbow drop from Bret's rope looks so deadly his punches was just so so good like I remember he had this amazing punching um sequence thing against um Tolly Blanchard and that was just fucking amazing too you know it's just one of those matches that I would highly recommend to anyone and if you guys want to watch a really good Survivor Series match if you want to watch a really good classic 80s WWF match there's no better for me and if you want to watch a match that um I have a lot of nostalgia for that is a big part of my childhood a big match that I love a big match that I would always go back to watch and I still eat and I still enjoy, even though I've seen this match millions of times. This is that match and for me, it's worth its five stars and for me, has the first double turn in wrestling's history. And that, my friends, 
was my wrestling of the month on the Team Demolition versus Team Powers of Pain at Survivor Series 1988. Let me know guys in the comments below we think this match and other Survivor Series matches too. And please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to their wrestling on all the different social medias, podcasts and networks and YouTube too. This has been No Wrestling guys. I've been your amazing host as always, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget guys to take care and always remember, here comes the axe and here comes the smasher. A demolition walking disaster.